Hi, my name is Sydney, and I have already started watching Halloween movies, and we are recording this as of September 25th. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. Hi, uh, I'm Maya. I, you know, holidays. Holidays. Don't inspire me to get into really? holiday festivities. Oh, man. It's not, like, a bad thing, you know? Sure. Like... I don't know. I just I enjoy also, them dearly. I'm also not a fan of the Christmas season. Maya! <laughs> I know. This is this is my biggest flaw <laughs> this is your in your flaw. eyes. <laughs> this is your biggest character flaw. I don't, I don't mind like everything getting spooky and that kind of stuff, but it doesn't inspire me to be like, ooh, I'm going to go do this or that. No, I know? decorate my space as soon as my birthday is over. Yeah. I ha- start watching fucking the Halloween Baking Wars. Jesus. <laughs> like, all the spooky like this this right after my birthday it's time i will say the other day my little sister was watching um nightmare before christmas and i had to yell Mm -hmm. at her because i was like that is a post thanksgiving movie (laughs) that movie is only between thanksgiving and christmas no other time if i catch any of y'all fuckers watching the nightmare before christmas Christmas movie to you nightmare before christmas is a christmas movie yeah it's like a thanksgiving christmas movie okay I mean, okay, well, the plot of it is that he's tired of Halloween and he moves on to Christmas. Oh my god. That's the point. I'm allergic to your Bahamugness. I don't know how we've been friends this long then. Uh, it's not like, like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't like that the Christmas season is like, only good people, like, be nice to people. You should just be doing that year round. I mean, yeah. In our case, I think we're fine yeah. year round, but like I know other people are like forcing it big time, mm-hmm. and that that it really bugs me. Sure, because it's like stop. <laughs> I just like the atmosphere. Like I don't like it when it gets cold, but I like when the seasons oh, change, cold. and I like when I get to wear like sweaters. I it's sweat yes sweaters and like layering and like there's a different smell in the air mm. and like the let's be honest the ho- the holiday candles are peak like they're the no. peak candles like and then i love gift giving and i love baking cookies and i love like i my favorite fucking halloween movies to watch every year are like they're uh monster house i fucking love monster house i my siblings and i used to watch the fuck out of that movie it's so bad now (laughs) it does not hold up i love it still i love it still and then there was um, a movie that i used to watch when i was a kid called like scary godmother that was on like Cartoon Network when I was like very mm. young. I recently purchased the DVD version like last year. Nice. Ooh, I love it. It's like literally a forty-five minute movie. <laughs> it's Fuck so yeah. good. Um, and then obviously like the classics. Like I'll, I'll watch like a couple horror movies here mm. and there. I'll watch like like Beetlejuice. I'll watch like The Addams Family. Like, abs- yeah, like yeah. that shit. That shit I love every single time. Incredible, perfect. Yeah, I will say this is the only time of the year like one of my my best my other best friend she just like forced mm-hmm. me one year to watch over mm. the garden wall oh yeah yeah and i was like okay this is <laughs> this is peak fall aesthetic yes. like nothing else will be no. able to top this i will say that's something that like mm-hmm. once once october rolls around sure. i'm like okay well i guess i'm like I'll, in I'll the mood watch to this. watch <laughs> over the garden wall again yes but i don't know slasher movies are good year round in my opinion I slasher movies, yes, for sure. But they're like ha- Halloween Town. I will only watch during Halloween. Oh, that's fair. But like horror movies, like gory, kind of horror, psychological. I'll watch those all year round. Yeah, like for sure. I haven't seen a good one in a while. Yeah, I heard that on Netflix they have Fear Street, 
which is based on R.L. Stein's. Yeah, I watched all of them. Are they good? They're I've heard okay. that they're like they're like pretty. Okay. They're like okay. Yeah, like the the first one was pretty decent. The second one, lots of people like the second one more, okay. and then the third one was just kind of wag. Interesting. I mean, they're not bad, but I don't know. It's also after you watch so many, you're like, that's fair. Desensitized <laughs> to a lot of things. So you're just like, eh. like I watched all of Squid Game in one day. The fuck is Squid Game? Oh, it's like it's been number one on Netflix in the U.S. for like a week. Oh, it's it's Korean. Oh, it's. It's really good. Don't get me wrong. I, I really liked it. But the premise of it is like these people join the squid game, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and it's to win a bunch of money. Okay. But they play like children's games and they die if oh. they lose. Oh. Which is like. Are we talking kids games like Ring Around the Rosie kind of kids games? Like Red Light, Green Light. Okay. That kind of shit. Okay. Um, it's really good. Don't I? I would highly suggest it. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I would suggest Alice in Borderland, which is mm-hmm. like a second cousin. Sure. Vibe. <laughs> it's Japan. That one's Japanese and based off of a manga, but they're both really good. All right, sick. So. All right, welcome to Canonically Incorrect, the podcast. <laughs> we, yeah, that was a, uh, <laughs> that was a long intro. <laughs> uh, the, welcome to Canonically Incorrect, our fanfiction podcast, and welcome to. Spooky season, spooky month. the spooky month where we give you. We're gonna be doing some spooky things. Yeah, the last four months of the year are just festivities for just, us. Well, okay, I'm not it's gonna be doing birth- anything for November. <laughs> okay, well, it's Thanksgiving, and yeah. I, you know, Jingle Bells originally was a Thanksgiving song, so fuck off. What? Yeah, Jingle Bells is. Never oh mind. my god, Jingle Bells is <laughs> literally on, about like- the bells ringing in Grandma's house on Thanksgiving Day well, to I like just- go and eat Thanksgiving dinner. Whatever. <laughs> Damn. No one appreciates Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, I'm just here to eat ham. That's it. <laughs> I'm, just here to, I'm just here to eat stuffing. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, but we're going to be doing... This is fun for us, especially since we have an extra week Ooh. this month. And we have something Ooh. very exciting planned. Um, but this is... We're, we're just going to be doing some fun Halloween things for the spooky season. Um, which just means like horror fiction. <laughs> like that that's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like kind of it but before we get into it i have fan fiction it's not fan fiction news it's more fandom news okay um i know you were talking about the star wars vision show came out mm-hmm. it's very um, good but we got news this morning that there's going to be a teen wolf movie i'm currently watching teen wolf for the first time mm-hmm. oh, and God. it's sorry <laughs> and it's very camp like i'll say like it's just it's fucking about werewolves and shit like that mm-hmm. but i like woke up this morning and it was just like there's gonna be a teen wolf movie after like god how, how many years has it been since like that show I ended no um but they have basically everybody on cast so far oh fuck yeah except two people so one is tyler Honkamp, camp hone hone something i can't remember i'm so sorry who played derek in the show who was like the big alpha dude whatever mm, mm. and then dylan o'brien oh, damn. has not said anything but this bitch all this morning has been liking tweets about it Fuck yeah. Good <laughs> like, for him. like let me he, it's, and it's been liking tweets about like how he hasn't said shit about it basically where he's just like he hasn't said a word but he's liking all these motherfuckers tweets like we're talking not now baby mommy's waiting for dylan o'brien to tweet about this movie uh man dylan o'brien's coming back on twitter out of nowhere to like a bunch of tweets 
Dillabrant currently while everyone's begging him to tweet something. Like, Fuck he's yeah. just liking these tweets and not saying a fucking word. Good for him. <laughs> he's not saying a goddamn word. Good for him. But I'll say, like, I, if he doesn't come back, I'm pretty sure that's going to be, like, a, a loss for, like, everybody. Because he's the funniest part of the show. To, to me, at least. Like, he's yeah. the best part of the show. Like, I was talking to my sister about the show, and, like, this is kind of a spoiler. But, like, he's not a werewolf in this life. Like, he doesn't ever become a werewolf. Like, he's just a normal dude, like, human guy through the whole show. And my sister's like, what? Like, I've heard so much about him. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> he's just a guy. Like, he's just a guy. But he's just so good in that show that, like, if he doesn't come back, like, I don't think anybody... Like, as much as people love Tyler Posey, who is actually the main character of the show, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know Listen, if anyone would come back. The fruity side characters are always ever. Oh my god, Dylan O'Brien is incredible. But, yeah, that, that's fun. Apparently it's coming out in 2022. Nice. So, I don't Very nice. Well, <laughs> we also got confirmation on My Hero Academia Season 6 this morning. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, they already greenlit it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like it of hasn't even, it, it's been barely a week <laughs> yeah. since the last season ended, but I'm not surprised in the slightest. And then, for those of us that watch the Nintendo Direct, the sup- new Super Mario movie, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk where, to you about that where too. Mario is going to call everyone an F word. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, we have um, we have fucking Chris Pratt. As Chris Mario. Pratt, I, <laughs> dude, I used to like him so Whose much. Whose decision was that? That was a major loss. Charlie Day's Luigi. Don't know how I feel. Jack about Black that. is Bowser. Dude, I'm all here for it. I love Jack Black. Jack Black is Bowser. I'm so excited. And then a- Anna Taylor, Anna Joy Taylor. How do you say her fucking name? I don't I know. Don't it's a remember. disgrace. I'm so sorry, She's but Peach. I. She's Peach and she's very cute. But and honestly, that's the correct Keegan Michael Key is Toad. <laughs> and Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for this movie. So that's supposed to come out next year as well. Um, box office wise, I oh think New Super Mario is going to take the cake. Are we talking like a Sonic level? <laughs> yes. Well, because when they released the Sonic cast, it was like. What is going on? Because they had Jim Carrey on that cast. We were like, baby, what? What is happening? And then I watched it and I was like, this is a surprisingly good movie. (laughs) And then the cast list for the Sonic 2 movie... I'm sorry, there's a second Yeah, they announced that a while ago. My God, girl. Um... Guess who's playing Knuckles? (laughs) 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 Idris Elba. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This has been announced for a while. Oh my god. It's, it's really good. Wow. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. To say the least. So maybe the era of video game movies is maybe. happening. I've heard that there's also a. Um, Netflix is doing a live action Pokemon series. Yeah, I had heard something about that. Mm-hmm. That's I... up the same level of like Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Detective Pikachu was. I good. loved Detective Pikachu. I wouldn't say that I loved it. I loved it. But I, I liked it yeah. enough. I think I've watched the movie like four or five times. Like I, re- I did really. Enjoy yeah, the as movie. soon as they I were like, like Ryan Reynolds is oh, Pikachu, yeah. it was like, what is <laughs> what going, is going on? on? Yeah, so I heard something about that, but yeah, just a bunch of like shit has just been, and obviously Disney's dropping shit left and right. I heard there was like they dropped a Hawkeye show that's coming out. That's been announced for a while, yeah, but, but they, they finally dropped, dropped the, the trailer. trailer. So they dropped a trailer and they have Rogers the musical, and people were going ham because someone on. AO3 wrote a 
Reese Rogers the musical and they were like girly go get your bag they stole your idea <laughs> like, go get, get your it, money get it, girl. <laughs> yeah they were just like yeah. I don't remember exactly who wrote this on AO3 but it was literally like the same concept of like a Steve Rogers like a, like an Alexander Hamilton kind of musical situation yeah. and they were just like nah you can't just rip this person up like that it's <clears throat> Disney I know it's Disney I won't get into the Hawkeye situation sure he was he it comics wise was my favorite Avenger mm-hmm. you mean the Jeremy Renner situation uh not even just the Jeremy the fact that Marvel fucking ruined him oh ruined that character yeah. so disappointing no, I'll, I'll agree with you on that so whatever I will fully agree with you and, on that. yeah and then the uh, Jeremy Renner situation happened <laughs> and it was like dude yeah. Just, Why can't I have one nice thing? We can't. We just literally, literally can't. Literally, I just want one nice thing. Mm-hmm. I guess I have Jack Black as Bowser. Bowser, right that's now, your nice so thing. That's the one nice thing I yeah. have for a while. I mean, talking about like other um, companies that are just ruining shows, Amazon has picked up a She-Ra live action show. Yeah. And everyone hates it. <laughs> like literally everybody hates it. Like they were talking about like how they wanted a movie. Like again, just animated, like by DreamWorks, produced by Noelle Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got this. And especially since the show, they were talking about how the show's gonna be not wit nowhere connected to like the She-Ra princesses of power, and they're just like, Yeah, ah, cool. So you're gonna just take the gay out of it. <laughs> like that's basically what's gonna happen they're gonna make it like a straight live action yeah so like no one's real excited for that but i also heard like really bad things about the new masters of the universe show on netflix is that the aziz and zari show no do you know he-man he-man yeah yeah sorry girly <laughs> i got nothing <laughs> Oh, it was Masters of One. That was the easiest. Okay, I was like, um, no, because Netflix came out with a new. Um, it's only five episodes. The new Masters of the mm-hmm. Universe series, where Mark Hamill played like Skeletor okay. and everything. And of course, I was talking to my uncles mm-hmm. about it, and they, you know, they grew up in the eighties sure. or whatever, watched the original one, and they were like, they fucking ruined it. Blah, 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 blah. But these are also forty-year-old men, sure. <laughs> so I watched it, and it wasn't everything's that bad. ruined. Yeah, the forty-year-old men, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, that's the thing is, even with the Star Wars Vision stuff, yeah, like. I saw people complaining that it was too Japanese. And I was like, you do realize that Star Wars is based off of a black and white <laughs> Japanese movie, right? Right? Oh, and, and the Jedi are based off of samurai? Uh-huh. What is happening? I don't know. How can it be too Japanese when you literally know. ripped it off to begin with? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was not. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that kind of dropped for... Oh, like over the last couple weeks that we've mm. just been not recording and doing other things with like podcast guests and stuff like that. So like yeah. that's just been like a fun thing to every so often come out and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing over there? What is Hollywood doing? Jesus Christ. What are you guys doing? <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> it really doesn't. So, but that's fine because now, I don't know, we have more things to do. <laughs> I got like, more yeah, things to talk about. I got about. more things to keep my eye out on. Yeah. On top of Selena, you know. you know like that (laughs) oh but anyways it doesn't matter because it's spooky season bitches and in lieu of spooky season i come to you today with a fan fiction that i um what's going like i was like looking around at a couple things because like originally i wanted to do maybe like a murder mystery type beat like scenario and like kind of like go through it and like have you be like a 
oh, who do you think it was? You know, X, Y, Z. But the one that I found that I really liked, girly, I couldn't mentally hit. I was like, there's so many words, and I'm just so <laughs> tired. so many words. <laughs> it was literally like, a, I think like a 300,000 word, like, fan fiction. I was like, there's so many words. If I can do it, you can do I'm it. I'm so tired. <laughs> I was like, for another time where I could, like, put a time into this. So then I was, like, thinking, I was, like, going around and seeing what other, like, Halloween-type deals there are. And then I remembered last last time we recorded by just ourselves, you were talking about like fan of the opera, yep. like type of like fan fiction, like musical, mm-hmm, Broadway mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. So I was like looking around old movies, and I found a Beetlejuice fan fiction. Okay, specifically a Beetlejuice the musical fan mm-hmm, fiction. Mm-hmm. So it's based off of that. It's not based off of the movie. Obviously, it has the same characters. Um, but yeah, I personally enjoy Beetlejuice the movie i've never seen the play have you i've seen bits and pieces i've of seen it. yeah like I i've i've heard the soundtrack yeah i haven't seen it though i haven't seen it personally but like i've seen the movie i watched the movie um mm-hmm. the first time i watched it was last year <laughs> like it's been oh, very dang. recently since i've seen the movie i really haven't they were my comfort movies and like Beetlejuice was not one of them and then like i remember i came home one day and it was just on like um like freeform and mm-hmm. i was like well, maybe i should watch this yeah. maybe i should actually sit down and like watch like what go- happens in this movie because i've fucking never seen it in my whole life yeah it's not bad no it's not bad at all it's an actually it's a fairly enjoyable movie mm-hmm. which is why like people still obviously like it to this day and why it was made into a musical because people obviously still yeah. enjoyed it so the fan fiction i found is called hey somebody's on the roof by Peggy Wrights. It was written in 2012 or 20 2012. 2000 and 2020. Okay. Um and it was started in February and it ended in September. So <clears throat> it finished right before the spooky season. So you were hmm. just like, "Here you go. Read it." Um it's 16 chapters, 47,000 words, so it's not a long fan fiction mm-hmm, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um it's not rated. Um it's obviously in the Beetlejuice fandom, Beetlejuice Perfect Brown and King, which is the play musical version. Um relationships are Beetlejuice and Lydia Dietz, which is the and symbol, not the slash symbol. So it's like the friendship symbol, oh, okay. <laughs> like not the relationship yeah. symbol. I saw that look you made. <laughs> yeah, I was like mm. No, I I personally wouldn't have done that to you <laughs> or me, honestly. <clears throat> um, it has 11,000 hits, 920 kudos, 229 comments, and 139 bookmarks. So, like, I, like, obviously, on AO3, like, the ones that I was looking up after, which were, like, I, I looked up, like, Adam's Family, I looked up, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. I looked up Beetlejuice, and they, like, don't have a ton of hits, because, like, I don't know if people are really looking for Beetlejuice. They're really good, though. Like, it's just a smaller fandom. They're just smaller fandoms. But, um, and then some of the tags were not Beetle Babes, which is the Beetlejuice Lydia oh, <laughs> ship. Okay. It's called Beetle Babes. Um, so it's not Beetle Babes. It does have Suicide mentioned. Mm. Um, so that's a trigger warning. Um, it's post musical, so it's set after the musical. Um, implied Beetlins, which is Beetlejuice and the Maitlins, <laughs> which is Barbara and Adam, the married couple who dies. Okay. Um, it has Hurt, Comfort, Trigger Warning of Drowning, and a Trigger Warning of Death. So, um, any suicide, um, drowning, and death trigger warnings. Um, it doesn't specifically go into, like, nobody kills themselves in this, mm. but it is mentioned, so. And then I did put together a small, a small musical plot in case, bless you. Thanks. <laughs> in case nobody has seen the musical, nothing, I mean, obviously there's gonna be spoilers, so, I mean, if you don't want to be spoiled for the musical and you want to go see it yourself. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. So, um, Emily Deeds, Lydia Deeds' mother dies, and Lydia isn't stoked about the whole situation. Mm. Um, Adam and Barbara Mightland are a 
a normal couple. However, their short lives end when they fall through the creaky floorboards of their house and die. When Adam and Barbara reappear as ghosts, Beetlejuice becomes their guide. Charles and his new girlfriend, Delia, move into that house. Lydia is angry about moving. Beetlejuice persuades Lydia to say his name three times so he can help scare Charles and get them to move out of the house. Beetlejuice chases everyone except for Lydia out of the house, um, and he gives Lydia the handbook of the recently deceased, and she realizes that the book could help her um, reunite with her mother. Beetlejuice, um, in this time, Beetlejuice wants to leave the house to connect with people and decides to trick Lydia into marrying him, which will allow him to roam free. So it's kind of like a Princess and the Frog type deal, where, like, if I, uh, kiss the prince, I will not be a frog anymore, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so Beetlejuice tells Lydia a passage from the book that will resurrect her mother, but instead forces Lydia to marry him, um, and when he opens the door to the netherworld, Lydia jumps through the door to search for her mom, Um, Lydia returns home and still marries Beetlejuice. The wedding brings Beetlejuice to life, allowing Lydia to kill him again. Um, And then Beetlejuice's mother arrives because she's angry that Lydia and her father in this time going to the netherworld and coming back alive. And she's like, nah, not happening. Um, And she tries to take Lydia and Charles with her, but Beetlejuice feeds his mother to a sandworm to save them. Um, Beetlejuice decides to search for his father and says goodbye before leaving happily ever after. So that's kind of a short synopsis of that play. So that... um, everything will be understandable so yeah here we go so um lydia deets it starts off is making her way up the stairs past the mightlands maitlands how i fucking you're asking the wrong person i haven't seen that movie in so long um so she's going up the stairs past the maitlands who are still working on their little miniature town um that and they're currently starting the graveyard for um and she tells them that she's going up to the roof to watch the sunset um adam tells her to be careful it hasn't rained in a bit but try to stay behind the railing i don't want you to slip and she goes okay dad Lydia walks towards the edge of the roof, um, and the railing stops her from doing anything stupid, i.e. kill herself, (laughs) but, um, she leans across, and she, like, raises her arms up to, like, stretch, basically, and then something very unusual happens. There's a gasp behind her, and the sound of running feet, and a voice going, wait, 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 Lydia, no, don't, (laughs) and her wrist is grabbed, and she's yanked away from the edge of the roof, um, and then standing between her and the edge, with both hands on her arms, and a very worried expression, is Beetlejuice. Mm. Um, Lydia, what are you doing? You can't just do that. Not after everything we went through. I didn't stand up to my mom, which was very hard, by the way. I did not think that I could do that just for you to chuck yourself off the roof a few months later. Oh my god, you were going to give me a heart attack, and I don't even have a heart anymore. Beetlejuice? No, it's Betty White. Of course it's me. Why are you on my roof? I think the more question, pressing question is why are you on your roof? Because if memory serves, last time you were on the roof, you were dead set, pun intended, on jumping off. I just came out here to look at the sunset. Oh. So Beetlejuice, um, he drops her arms and immediately starts to... It's a very awkward situation. He was like, oh, so you you weren't about to kill yourself. Ah, sick. Mm, mm. Oh, uh, yeah, my bad. That wasn't on me. That's not on that's, you. That's, that's on me. That's me. That's, <laughs> that's me. me. Um, I have some trauma about that. To be fair, you did try to kill yourself here. So. I was in the right. <laughs> I was in the right. Um, and it, it is awkward because also these two haven't seen each other for months. Mm-hmm. He obviously, like, they had that whole thing with the wedding and everything. And then he was just like, peace, bye. And then, like, popped off. And he's just back all of a sudden. Um, and she asked, so you couldn't stay away then? And he said... Not when you're harboring the two hottest ghosts this side of the river sticks. And she goes, oh, gross. And <laughs> he's obviously talking about the Maitlands. Yeah. 
Um, but Lydia realizes that, like, she's kind of missed this. Um, and Beetlejuice wants to make amends. Um, and he's, he's really relieved that Lydia, like, has even gotten this far. Like, he was kind of expecting her to be like, fuck you! And, like, you know, like, leaves him out there. She's like, oh, like, you can talk to everyone else. And he's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to see everybody else. Like, I, I don't think it's the right time. Like, I think that they would still be, like, really upset at me. Like, I, I think I'm just good here. Um, so after that, like, first, be- like, meeting, Beetlejuice kind of sticks around Lydia. Um, she shows up on the roof sometimes after three o'clock. So after school basically gets out and, um, Beetlejuice watches after her as she rides her bike back and back and forth from home to school and, you know, waits for her to show up when she visits whenever she needs a break from homework or has finished homework basically mm-hmm. um because she's like 15 still <laughs> like she's still like actively in high school yeah um and then one evening while beetlejuice is helping lydia with her assignments on the black plague obviously because he lived through the black plague and like who better to tell you mm-hmm. than like someone who like lived through that <laughs> situation barbara comes home um to like comes up to find lydia and beetlejuice snaps his fingers and turns into an actual beetle to like hide from her nice. um and lydia's like well why did you do that like this would have been the perfect time for like barbara to find you and he's just like oh like she doesn't want to see me like like none of them do and she was like well ha- like how do you know that and he's just like, you know, I just don't think anyone would be, like, too jazzed to see me. You know, like, I did almost try to kill the Maitlands. Like, kill, kill. Like, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I I tried to marry you. I bet your dad isn't too happy about that. She's like, I just don't think a lot of people would be, like, too happy to see me. Um, and before, like, she can get too many ideas, Beetlejuice just, like, shoes Lydia away to dinner. Um, which, like, brings this, like, great awesome 15 year old idea to like bring Beetlejuice into the conversation which like bulldozes the conversation Mm. and her dad her dad's really funny her dad just goes like you know I'm just glad that he's in the netherworld hopefully he gets lost in the void very okay (laughs) I mean like okay no it's fair it's fair like I mean I don't know how happy a dad would be that you know you tried to forcibly marry my 15 year old daughter Mm. yeah no it's (laughs) fair um but you know Barbara and Adam are a little, I wouldn't say nicer. They're just like, oh, you know, like he was very excited to meet us. Uh, you know, he was very, he was very enthusiastic and clingy and touchy and made horribly crude jokes. And he was very emotionally unstable. I still hope that he found a dead therapist to help him through whatever he was going through. <laughs> so like nicer, you yeah. know, and like Lydia just doesn't get it. You know, even though, like Beetlejuice did this stuff to her. Beetlejuice was still, like, the first person that she really, she felt really got her, like, after she moved here. Like, mm-hmm. he was obviously dead. She was, like, trying to doctor her dead mother. Like, it, like she, you know, and she knew that, like, Beetlejuice just wanted, like, a friend at home to live in. So she starts conjuring up this mission. One is to convince her family that Beetlejuice isn't that bad. Two is to convince Beetlejuice to get off the roof and into the house. Mm-hmm. And three was to find a way to mismatch this family so that they just coexist as one. Like a fun little coexist bumper sticker up there. Like she just wants nice. them to be that. Um, while Lydia's at school, um, Beetlejuice, you know, passes the time by spying on the Maitlands. Um, and they're so distracted by their work on this like tiny little town that they don't even notice him. Um, but there's, like, like a pit at the bottom of something while they watch him, like, they, like, one of them will pass by and, like, kiss the other on the cheek, or they'll, like, brush hands, like, they're, like, a, they're, like, a married couple, and they, mm-hmm. like, they'll, like, waltz sometimes, and Beetlejuice is just, like, yeah, disgusting. Oh, God, I just... That's your trauma peeking through. Oh, is it now? Why are you looking at me like <laughs> that, huh? Um, so... 
there, uh, Beetlejuice also, like, he's not stuck to the house anymore, so he just realizes that he can, like, like, follow Lydia to school and stuff like that, so he, like, starts to join her for her, like, rides to school, um, and Lydia, like, on, when he floats down to her, Lydia goes, like, oh, so I guess you're gonna follow me to school then, and Beetlejuice goes, yeah, well, I wouldn't be a creepy old guy without some stalking in there, uh, and the high school, you know, it's, it's just like a high school, but Beetle, like, Lydia tells him that, like, Beetlejuice can't go inside the high school, and she just goes, like, I, I gotta concentrate, and I can't get distracted by you, you know, especially since, like, he, no one else can see him but her, so he'd mm-hmm. be, he'd just do all sorts of shit, she's like, I can't have that, um, so she's like, why don't you go hang out in town, I don't know, dig through a car- garbage can, like, anything, go do anything, but he, he ends up just taking a, a nap in, in a tree instead, and when he wakes up, he notices there's, like, um, like, it's raining, basically, like, it starts mm. raining, like, there's droplets and stuff, and, he, you know, he, he wonders, should he just go home, should he wait for Lydia, um, but then when the school bell rings, and Lydia, like, comes out in no time, and she goes, hey, do you want to play a fun game, and Beetle just goes, um, I get in the rain, like, sure, and she goes, yeah, my mom and I used to play it all the time, it's called Running from a Murderer. Okay. She just goes, oh, your mom was a weird adult. She's like, yeah, well, I'm a weird kid. <laughs> like, my mom and I used to have some weird games, but none of them were running from a murderer. You know what I mean? Like, we had, like, oh, it's clean up time <laughs> like, to clean up my yeah. room. And it would be like, clean up, clean up, everybody. Clean. It would just be like, clean your fucking room, but I need you to make it exciting because you're, like, seven. Mm-hmm. You know? So, anyways, this game, Running from a Murderer, is a game in which the responsible adult <laughs> in the party forgets something inside the store, the house, whatever building they just came from. And when they were termed, they're not who they once were, and instead are some creepy man trying to pick up the little girl. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> but it's not an actual creep. Still don't like the premise. What what if it's supposed to teach your kid about stranger danger? And you're like, I'm a creep and you're supposed to run away from me. Don't work. It doesn't work. You already know that person. Yeah, but you're pretending. (laughs) I don't know. Kids are stupid. Yeah. So, but anyways, Lydia gets a head start and starts riding her bike down the path. And Beetlejuice takes his time to think of, like, what murderer. Like, what kind of murderer should he, like, should I be, like, slick? Like, hidden? Should I be really creepy? Should I be, like silly like a clown kill whatever like 2016 clown mm. killers or whatever and um he when he catches up to lydia and he stops in front of her bike and he just goes like hello little girl <laughs> and lydia just gives this very like <gasps> like exaggerated gas she goes like oh no i've gotta get home like extremely played out mm-hmm. and so beetlejuice is chasing after her he's being just this horrible creep the whole time um and it's you know it would be so much worse if literally anybody could see him right now, but mm-hmm. it's really just Lydia, like, as fast as she can, like, up this hill. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, she's no one, busting her ass. She's busting her ass up that hill, you know? But, like, could you anybody seeing this scene right now, they'd be like, I have to call 911. Like, <laughs> truly, like, there's an old man, like, chasing after a little girl. Like, well, this. They can't see Beetle. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the only thing keeping them from anybody calling 911. Yeah. But... Obviously, she's going up a bike, and she she can haul ass all she wants. Like, it gets harder, like, riding a bike up a hill. So, um, you know, Beetlejuice is able to, like, kind of, like, he he can, like, slowly walk up, like, that creepy killer slowly, and, like, he conjures up, like, Freddy Krueger, like, claw hands Mm -hmm. and stuff, and it's just, like, a scene from any fucking horror movie, because it's, like, pouring rain and, like, you know, fucking lightning, and he's just so fucking creepy. And then Lydia reaches her front porch and she just drops her bikes and she's like digging through her pockets and she's, you know, patting her. And she's like, ah, I can't find my keys and I'm being chased by a murderer. 
Literally. Very and, nice. Yeah. Beetle just, he just, he's walking slowly, like, because obviously Lydia's, like, giving him time. Like, she obviously knows where her keys are, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she's just screaming, whatever. And then the door swings open and Beetlejuice just fucking dives to the ground because it's like, it's her dad (laughs) opens the door and he's like, oh my God, Lydia, are you all right? And he's like checking over his daughter. He's like, oh my God, you're screaming bloody murder. And she's like, oh yeah, like that, it's cool. Like I'm just playing, I'm running from a murderer. And he's, Charles is like, I'm the fuck kind of kid tonight. He's like, you know, I fucking hate, I hate when you play that game. I hated when you and your mother played that game. And she's like, yeah, well, that's why I like to play it. Like just kind of being really shitty to her dad. Yeah. And so, you know, Charles tells Lydia, like, get your fucking ass inside, basically. And, like, you know, dry yourself off. And um, Lydia finds Beetlejuice, and, like, he's just like, well, why don't you to come in and, like, dry off? Like, you, it's soaking wet. Like, come inside. And he's just like, oh, like, no, no, no. Like, I, I'm just going to go back up to the roof. He, she, like, after this kind of encounter, like, Lydia kind of starts to notice that Beetlejuice is, like, paler. Like, he, like, he looks scared whenever she invites him into the house. It's not like he's just like, oh, well, like... No, it's, they won't want to see me. It's, like, he's truly scared of something. Mm. And, like, the same thing for when, like, she is, he's following her to school and they pass over this bridge with, you know, water and stuff like that. And he, like, is kind of taken aback by that. She's, like, noticing these things that he's kind of, like, scared by. And she's, like, oh, that's, like, really weird. And obviously she keeps asking him to come inside, but he always has an excuse, like, no, 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 like, I got a smoking hot date with the moon tonight, or, like, I'm, I'm gonna watch some ducks fight over some bread, some, like, little old ladies. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's always got some fucking excuse. And then, okay, so, and also, like, her dad and Adam are starting to worry about, like, how much time she's spending on the roof, obviously, because she tried to kill herself before, and they, like, don't want that. They just don't want that again. Um, so, like, Lydia starts, instead of, like, going up to the roof, she starts running errands in town for, like, the Nightland. So she'll pick up stuff for their little town, she'll pick up seeds for, like, Barbara's garden and stuff like that. And, like, have Beetlejuice come with her, basically. So she's like, okay, I'll stop spending so much time on the roof, and I'll go out to town and, like, run errands and shit like that. But Beetlejuice, like, completely refuses to come in the house still. And Lydia's, like, really determined to, like, change this. And she waits for, like, a night where her parents, like, her her dad and Delia are going to be gone, and it'll just be Adam and Barbara and her in the house. And so, she, you know, she runs upstairs to the roof, and she, like, kind of subtly asks them to join them for their movie night. But Beetlejuice is like, I see what you're doing. Like, when are you just going to let this go? And Lydia's just like, I will let this go when you stop being a baby about this. It's just a house. Mm-hmm. And Beetlejuice is like, sorry, Lydia, but there's no fucking way that I, I'm getting in that house. And Lydia's like, or is there? So she runs inside the house and she, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And just like at her father's dinner party, there is a flash of green light and suddenly standing in front of her inside the attic is Beetlejuice. And like, okay, summoning him inside the house might have been a little dramatic. You know what I mean? Like just a little she's a teenager. You know, she might have not she might have not thought the plan out fully. But she didn't think it warranted Beetlejuice screaming at the top of his lungs. He's dramatic. He, yeah, he's dramatic. <laughs> he's having a silly, he's in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> he's just in a silly goofy mood. He's just in a silly goofy mood. And Lydia, she's like covering her ears and she's just like 
he, you know, Beetlejuice, like, grabs a shelf and he's just throwing it. And she, full tantrum. Like, full tantrum. And she's like, you gotta stop. They're gonna hear you. Like, please. And she, you know, like, it doesn't fucking stop him. He, like, kicks over a table. And she, she's like, why are you doing this? I thought it would have helped you. I thought if I got you in the house, it would get rid of your fears. Like, like this house isn't scary. And Beetlejuice is like, not scary. Lydia, this house is the fucking worst. What made you think that I would want to come back to the house that I died in? In. and then there's a scream at the attic door and barbara and adam are standing there mm-hmm. watching the whole thing happen you know a beetlejuice is so gone at this point that he just smiles and he's like hey do you know what would make this even more fun more me and then he like claps his hands together and then a dozen clones of himself just like fill the attic there's like him with dark skin pale skin short him tall him like lady him all all scrambling together and just making even more of a mess Mm -hmm. and like with this mess around him beetlejuice is like focusing on this model town and he meanders over to it it's a shame that Lydia told him how hard the Mightlands were working on this. Because he summons a carnival-like mallet in his hands. But before he can do anything, Adam puts himself between the town and Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And then there's this horrible sound of screeching chalk on a whiteboard. As Beetlejuice like looks over to find Barbara dragging the chalk in straight lines to make a door. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is like, fuck this was our part of their plan. Lydia told her family that he was hanging on the roof and now they were trying to get rid of him again to send him back to the netherworld. So Adam, you know, pushes Beetlejuice back and he stumbles, but like before he could fall, a, like, a, like a small hand catches him and it's Lydia and she has her hand right on the place where she stabbed him. And Beetlejuice is like, I, I have to get out of this fucking house. Like, I can't be in this. They're trying to get rid of me. Everyone, I can't. I could can be anywhere else in the world right now. I, I can't be here anymore. So, you know, he dives through the open window and he runs off the roof. And the last thing he hears is Lydia screaming at him to wait before Beetlejuice leaps off of the rooftop and lands headfirst in a bright, sandy wasteland. Not, not what he was expecting. Um, for sure not what he was expecting mm-hmm. when he dove off the roof. So, and suddenly everything is too bright, it's too hot, it's too sandy, mm-hmm. and he just stands up and he looks around and he sees, you know, floating in the middle of the scene is a door that leads to the backyard porch of the Maitland's house. And he, like, the house used to be fun to him. You know, he didn't know when that, the flip switched, you know, he was, like, content, like, staying out, you know, on the rooftop, talking to Lydia, but, like, she just had to fucking summon him in the house. And he just, just wanted someone to want him basically just to want to hang out with him and like be his friend and like hang out and that's why he left the netherworld and went straight back to the mainlands and the deeds he you know calms down and he reaches up and he places a hand over his chest where obviously where lydia stabbed him and he was like i died i don't want to be in that fucking house like could you like i the straightest concept to me is like ghosts who haunt the same house because like again i maybe that's if you died a sudden terrible awful death like and you don't realize you're dead you would just be in this house forever Mm -hmm. but like i i also get the concept of just like why the fuck would you want to be here like this only bad juju here only bad vibes yeah only bad energy like you could be anywhere else but you're stuck in this one place like Mm -hmm. yikes and dying he forgot hurt like a bitch awful 
not good. And then there is a sound in the distance. And it's racing towards him is this black fin moving through the sand like a shark. It's a sandworm. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, sandworm, you like ghosts, right? Well, I've got a great snack for you. And the sandworm, you know, gets to him, but he doesn't flatten him. It doesn't eat him whole. Instead, you know, this sandworm stops right in front of Beetlejuice and looks down at him with just this, like, curious expression. And Beetlejuice, like, kicks it. He's like, what are you waiting for? I'm a ghost. You eat ghosts. Okay, well, so I'm a demon. Yes, but you guys eat demon. Like, you've eaten demons before. Like, you can't be picky. Like, eat me. Like, please, like, very, again, like, just please eat me for the love of God. Yeah. And then he realizes that this is, like, no ordinary sandworm. This is the only sandworm that likes him in the whole... is Sandy, his sandworm. And he's just like, fuck, why's it gotta be you out of all the sandworms? Um, and, you know, the sandworm, like, lowers its head and, like, you know, sniffs him and then presses its head into, like, Beetlejuice's, like, eat, like eat, I'm here to be eaten, like, right into his open arms. Mm-hmm. And then Beetlejuice is just like... And he just leans his forehead against him, and he wraps his arms around her, and he just, like, he's just like, like, I'm hugging a sandworm. Like, where, where, have my, where has my life gotten me? Is this is it? Just yeah. the sandworm is all I have. And he like real, he's like, I can't stay here. Like, I can't stay in these dunes. I can't stay with this sandworm, sandworm, sandworm forever. <laughs> um. So he starts thinking, like, he can go with his original plan. And get someone alive to marry him, become alive, leave the house, da-da-da. Or he could make Lydia summon him outside the house. <laughs> kind of seems like a problem solved to him. Like, that's all he has to do? Sick. So, you know, he dusts himself off, he fixes his coat, and, you know, he's standing, walks through that door, and then he's standing on that, you know, back porch door of the house. Mm-hmm. And then he's standing there. He realizes, like, time is different. Like, the sun was setting. He's just like, I don't know how fucking long I've been in here, but whatever. And he takes up stuff and he bangs on the door three times. Going back a couple days. Um, Lydia was horrified when she watched Beetlejuice just dive head first right off that roof. Yeah. Um, and she runs. She scrambles to the window. And she's on the edge of the roof. And she looks down, just worrying that, you know, she, you know, like, I'm going to find him dead. Like, I'm going to find something. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing there. She's like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, where, come back, please, where are you? I'm so sorry, like, please just come back. And then Adam pulls Lydia away from the edge and starts checking over, just making sure that, you know, she hadn't gotten hurt by in some way. And, you know, bringing her back inside the house. And all of all of his clones are gone. It's just, like, kind of the wreckage that, you know, they've made. Obviously, shelves have been knocked over. Like, Barbara's garden has been, like, you know torn up and shit like that you know it's like uh, it could be it's a mess but it can be cleaned up later because you know right now they want to know like everything that's been happening Mm -hmm. so Lydia tells him about Beetlejuice and the roof and the rides to school and like everything that's happened and you know Adam and Barbara like just don't believe that he's gotten better like they're just like I don't know why like you're hanging out with him like look what he's done like he's he's not good for you like i get that he came back but like you shouldn't be hanging out with him and they barely get this moment to relax before like lydia's dad and delia come back and she has to explain all this over again and for what adam and barbara were her dad's like 10 times worse of just Mm -hmm. being like why why were you doing this why didn't you tell us and 
they, you know, at least they get the Adam at it cleaned up. But like, that's kind of it. And like a week passes and no one, no one has heard from Beetlejuice. The family is like really quiet and tense about like what just happened. Like Delia drives Lydia to school. Lydia like stays in her room and she can barely pay attention in school mm-hmm. until like a on the door where Beetlejuice disappeared. And Charles gets to the door before Lydia, just blocking it enough that Lydia can't see who's out there, but she can clearly hear, like, Chuck, like, hey, you, hey, good old buddy, Mr. Juice. Hey, good to see you too, pal. Ah, look, I need a favor. Man to man, uh, your kid summoned me in the house again, little stinker. I know. So I can't leave your house. You don't want to be in the house. I don't want to be in the house. So unless we want to repeat this little fiasco, like a theater company forced me to do the same show over and over and over again, I suggest you get Lydia and have her summon me outside the house so I can leave. And Charles is like, sure, you're right. None of us fucking want you here. Lydia, get over here. And, you know... Instead of just one, like, several feet come up, so it's Lydia, and then it's Delia, and then it's the mainland. Like, everyone's coming over to mm-hmm. be like, hey, what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Lydia's like, oh my gosh, like, you're okay? Like, I'm so sorry I didn't think. And he, Beetlejuice is like, if you're sorry, like, go to your backyard and summon me so I can leave. And Lydia's like, you want to leave? But, like, like, Lydia doesn't want him to leave, obviously. And it's, like, like a little kid when, like, you find a stray dog. Like, I remember there was a horrible storm, like, years and years and years ago that, like, knocked down the fence in between, like, my neighbors and I's house. And their dog got into our backyard and my sister and I, like, got real attached to this. He was with us for less than 24 hours. We were like, we love this dog. And then they fixed the fence and my mom was like, we can't, this is not our dog. Like, you cannot have this dog. And, like, that's what Lydia's like. Lydia's like, I don't want to let him go. Like, please. And Barbara's just like... Beetle, if Beetle just doesn't want to be here, like, you can't, you can't make him be here. So Lydia's like, fine. And she goes off the porch, and she's in the backyard, mm-hmm. and, you know, she goes, Beetlejuice, 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 and at the last call of his name, Beetlejuice, like, throws his arms out, and he's waiting to, like, be summoned again, and, you know, nothing happens. He's just like, well, what went wrong? Like, it's not that hard. You, you have to be messing up somehow. So Lydia tries it again and again and nothing happens. And then it's just like a last ditch effort. She calls his name three times inside the house. And then Beetlejuice fucking slams inside the house. The speed of like a fucking bullet. And he trips over the rug and he smashes into a vase. Like, so again, so much fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. He's inside the house again. And he's like, he's like, I don't want to be in the, I can't, nothing is happening. And he's just like, I, I don't want to be here. And he's just panicking. And then someone just goes, hey, like, it's okay. And it's not Lydia, it's Barbara this time. And Adam's right next to her. And she's like, we know how you feel. And Beetlejuice is like, no, you. it's not okay. You don't know how I feel. And they just go like, we can't leave here either, Beetlejuice. We know exactly how you feel. We died here too. And then it's like, Beetlejuice almost forgot. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like they're kind of stuck here too. Mm-hmm. So it, still, like, it doesn't change Beetlejuice's curse like somehow like this has changed and he he can't be summoned anywhere but inside the house for some reason so for now he is in this house with the deets and the maitlands and they're they have to set up some ground rules and it's one is no murdering no attempting to murder any kind no maiming no torture like Mm -hmm. civil we have to be civil with each other number two is nobody's allowed to say beetlejuice's names any three times anywhere nowhere 
And then three is to kind of respect each other's spaces, knocking on doors, asking for permission, no touching anybody's things. Like, it's very, they're just trying to be like, okay, we're just it's a roommate situation with someone you don't know. It's like, you have to set up these ground rules of just like, hey, <laughs> like, let's. Basic human decency. Basic human decency, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, it's Beetlejuice for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, um, like, they get these, and Beetlejuice sections himself off to a corner of the house with, you know, no one really resides in it, and they start their little charade of playing house together, basically. Mm-hmm. That night, Lydia doesn't really remember falling asleep, but she wakes up in just a cold sweat, and she struggles to get out of her sheet, she's kicking them off, and it's, like, tangled around her, and she can't stop thinking about how she killed Beetlejuice. And, like, she, like, she has kind of blocked it out of her memory after it happened but like at, like after this whole thing like it started to come back to her and she's like you know she's like I didn't have any other choice I was what I had to do to save my family but like she's having nightmares about it again and she gets ready she sees she's got like purple circles under her eyes and she's just like fine and she like hears everyone else downstairs so she gets ready she goes downstairs they have breakfast like really quietly and she passes Beetlejuice's room on the way down and she like she's like maybe I should check in on him but like decides against it she's like no it's like too early so like she goes back downstairs and it's you know really quiet breakfast until they hear you know the stairs creak and Beetlejuice appears in the kitchen doorway shoulders slouched just heavy eyelids matching bags he also didn't get like a lick of sleep and so Beetlejuice like chats with Adam and Barbara but he completely ignores Lydia until Barbara like goes through the dishes and he's like goes sick at the sound of it so he tries not to make a big deal out of it but everyone notices and Barbara like turns down the water and she apologizes for starting him and he's like no 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 like it's fine like it's fine and Lydia just goes like do you want to make a rule and he's like what he's like do you want to be have that be a rule like that someone says anything before we turn on water of any kind and you know he's just like no you don't have to do that but they ended up writing down the rule anyways but he's just like you guys didn't have to like make a huge deal out of it like really like it's not that bad Mm -hmm. Lydia like kind of gathers the courage to follow Beetlejuice out to the living room that day and she just goes like I want you to know that this is this isn't what I wanted like I'm honest like I didn't think that this would happen like I'm sorry I'm sorry that you didn't get to live very long if you had just told me what was bothering you I would have never and Beetlejuice goes like oh that's your apology I'm sorry that no like no sorry that I killed you like I'm sorry that you didn't get to live you know long and he's just like for, like forget it I don't want to talk about this I don't care like just leave me alone so like not an apology <laughs> like like I like I get that she's 15 I like I, I tried to run through this whole piece to be like she's 15 like she's like a child like yeah maybe she's 16 but like a child basically more often than not Beetlejuice would stay the whole day in his guest room maybe he would come out for something to eat sometimes Lydia would see how he was doing and he she'd get like a small response you know if he if he wasn't in his room Beetlejuice would be with the Maitlands he's not really saying much but he is there like he's not there's no one really mm-hmm. fighting with each other Lydia and Beetlejuice would argue but like not huge blown up fights like it was before like neither actually say i'm sorry it's more excuses than anything and more often than not like the maitlands have to like break up these fights and then a whole month passes of beetlejuice being stuck in this house and every so often lydia would try to summon again but like it just wouldn't work and then like little by little lydia and beetlejuice would like spend more time together and they would watch like ghost hunting shows and they would make fun of these people like who are there and just be like well that's fake mm-hmm. uh what you just that's fake like especially yeah. like having two ghosts and a demon in the- <laughs> 
<laughs> they're just like they're like that door thing you just did fake <laughs> and then like one night like lydia's like okay i think i think we've gotten to a point where i, I can like ask him and it'd be fine and she asked like are you afraid of water and Beetlejuice is just like, demons aren't afraid of anything. Like, we're we're not afraid of things. And she just goes like, you know, everyone's afraid of something. Like, it's fine if you're afraid of it. And Beetlejuice just sits there for a while and he's thinking of whether to, like, push her away, open up. And he finally decides, he's just like, you know, I've, I've been dead for a while. Like, a long, long, long time ago. I, I don't even really remember when I was alive. I just remember that we were, like, above the cut. Like, we were, you know... Not one percenters, but, like, we were living happily, you know? And, you know, it's the only part of being alive that I really remember. But whoever I really was, I was really sad when I was alive. Mm. And just one day, I found a bridge, and... Beetlejuice doesn't even remember, like, why he did it. He just remembers that, you know, after his mom died, she called him pathetic and weak for killing himself. And then she cursed him for it. And he just says that running water, it stuck with me more than I gave it credit for. You know, it burned. Burned like hell. Ain't that erotic? It just fills up your lungs and burns. Makes you want to scream, get air, but you're carried away and that's it. And then Lydia just throws her arms around his neck and she, like, he, she hugs him. And he, like, he flinches for a bit, but then he, like, slowly, like, hugs her back. And it's nicer. Like, he kind of got to open up about it. But then, one beautiful, glorious morning, Beetlejuice wakes up to find himself lying half on the floor and half on his bed. And, you know, he clutches, he's clutching onto his chest and he's, like, he's breathing. He's trying to catch his breath. And he unzips the hoodie that he's wearing and he looks down at the scar. And he can't forget this sharp, immense pain in his back and the screams and the breathlessness as he, he tries to get any air into his new lungs as they, like, filled up with blood and he especially can't forget like the rod that stuck out of his chest mm. knowing that he deserved it but it still hurt and as he gets ready for the day he reaches into his jacket pocket and he finds this small card Beetlejuice 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 and he says hi I'll be your guide my name is my name is my name is my name is B-E-T-L-E-G-U-I-C. My name is... And he just can't say it. Hmm. So he gives up and he goes downstairs to join the rest of them. And on his way down, he pauses at this rug, this hallway rug. And it's, it had to be changed because they couldn't get the blood stain out of it. And he just stares at it when Lydia comes into the house and she's asking him to join while they're join them while they're out in the garden. She's just talking way too much with his hands and Beetlejuice is asking her to stop. And she's just like, why, what are you scared? And he's just like scared. You're holding a knife. And she's like, and this is a garden tool. Like this is a hoe. Like this is, this is a travel. Like what are you yeah. talking about? And he's just like, he, he's like, I can't fucking do this. I need to go up to the roof. And he runs up there and he passes the night lands and they catch him before he goes to the roof and, they're just like hey do you want to like help paint he he's like i guess i could help and as he works he watches the maitlands and he asks them did it hurt and adam's like when it fell from heaven he's just like well no when you fell from the floorboards Mm -hmm. and they're like oh um i i mean i guess we felt the impact but we died pretty quickly so the pain didn't last and beetlejuice is like well that must have been nice because I felt the pain the whole time. And Barbara's just like, well, like, I, I think it, you know, she thought it was the only thing that she could do. And Beetlejuice was like, 
I couldn't do anything. Like, I, I was a useless bag of flesh. Like, I am not actually going to hurt anyone. I am not Adonis. Like, I might have magic, but as soon as I turned into a human, like, that magic was gone. Like, mm-hmm. I am flabby man. I literally couldn't do anything. There were five of you. The Mightlands were like, oh, fuck. We could have just overpowered you. Like, we could have just kicked you out of the house instead of murdering you, basically. Mm-hmm. Barbara just goes, Beetlejuice, Lydia thought killing you was the only way. And that was wrong. We thought you were this emotionless monster and we were wrong. You were a person and you didn't deserve to die. And he's like still full paying attack. He's like twisting on his tie and he's, his eyes are blurry and his stomach is clenching. And he like he's tr- like trying to get any kind of air while he's just like choking on like sobs. And he's like, I didn't want to die. And, you know, then Beetlejuice finds himself in an Adam and Barbara sandwich while they, like, give him, like, a hug. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're, like, weighing him back down to earth. And he was like, how am I ever going to be friends, like, with this person again? Like, this was my only friend. Like, she hurt me and I hurt her. And, but I'm so afraid that it's just going to be this vicious cycle again of, like, obviously when you're a li- living human, like, it's not going to be like, well, I kill her and then she kills me and then we come back and then it's just a horrible yeah. cycle of us killing each other. But, like, you know, like a cycle of, like, they, they make me feel bad and I make them feel bad. But, like, we can't let, you know, each other go for some reason. Like, some friendships just need to be let go. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's just worried but the Mai- the Maitlands, like, they're not, not worried. They're just like, well, I think she'll be friends with you again. Because, after all, we forgive you. Lydia's, like, kind of sick about the whole thing. She never really thought... Like, again, she's been thinking, like, a lot about, like, killing him. And she's just like, I I didn't think twice about what I had to do. Like, I... But Beetlejuice became, like, a living, breathing person. Like, I just killed him, like, like without hesitation. I kept telling herself that Beetlejuice was dangerous, that she was gonna hurt her family, and, like, this was the only way to stop it. But, like, after that whole scenario, she just goes up to her room and she's just like, fuck, I hadn't killed Beetlejuice when he was a person, like, a demon. Like, I killed him when he was a human being. Her head starts to hurt, and, like, just in that, her, her dad, like, knocks on the door. And, you know, he heard, he heard the fight from, like, the other room. Mm. The scene really reminds me of, like, my sister and I are screaming at each other. And my dad's like, hey. hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's that conversation. I know you don't have it probably, but my dad will be like, that's the only sibling you got. <laughs> like, mm. you can't really fight. Like, you gotta be there for each other. Like, that's kind of how, like, this conversation goes where he's just like, hey, Lydia, um, our lives are filled with much more death that we would like to admit like your mom the maitlands beetlejuice like for me it took a really long time to see things from your perspective i thought i was in the right the whole time but i almost lost you because of that and almost losing you like put it into perspective for me and now it's the same thing for beetlejuice we've just been looking at it from our side and now you know we have to see it from his perspective and lydia's just like what if i don't want to see things from his perspective and her dad just goes like well that wouldn't really make you a good friend now would it and she's like fuck dad's right (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) like i I get that feeling when my therapist says something and i'm like fuck you're right (laughs) damn it damn it you're right i just don't want to hear it right now right now i want to be selfish (laughs) i want to be right (laughs) i want to be right and I don't want you saying shit to me. I pay you to say good things about me. Dad's right. So they start 
a family meeting is held, and they, they all talk about, it's hereby the meeting of the death of the human Beetlejuice, here, here, like, it starts off the same, like, you didn't have to kill me, I did because I, like, basically all the shit that I've been talking about, how they've been going, and Beetlejuice is like, you don't get it, I finally had a friend for the first time in centuries, we were having fun, we were playing pranks, we were staring the shit out of people, and as soon as you got the chance to ditch me to go hang out with your fucking dead mom, it was over for us. And she's like, I never said that we weren't friends anymore. I just wanted to, like, see my mom again. Lydia just doesn't understand why Beetlejuice doesn't believe they're not friends anymore. Like, they might be fighting, but, like, you know, that doesn't mean they aren't friends. Like, friends fight, right? Mm -hmm. Until Beetlejuice, like, pulls up this, like, shadowy scene, and it's of Lydia telling Beetlejuice that if he wasn't going to open the Book of Dead, and then she was going to get the Maitlands to do it for them. And the scene ends with Beetlejuice tells Lydia that he thought they were pals, and Lydia just says, what are you talking about? I gotta find my mom. Just before I do anything, what do you think that means? Like, if, if that situation was happening, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm just, I gotta find my mom. Yeah, the insinuation is that we're not friends, you're okay. just a tool. Yeah, 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 okay. That's what, like, Beetlejuice got out of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, well, like, that's not what I, like, mean. Like, it, you know, to her, it was all this, like, kind of a misunderstanding kind of situation. And she was like, I didn't know why you thought me bringing my mom back would mean we weren't friends anymore. If anything... If there was even a way, it would have been, like, gaining a new friend. I thought you and my mom would get along. She would love hunting the house. You know, this is an adult who loved to play running from a murderer. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys would have been the sickest of pals. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Beetlejuice didn't want to haunt this house with anybody. It was kind of just, like... You know, I know that in the movie... And, like, I haven't seen the play, but I've seen enough of it to be, like... You know, Beetlejuice is kind of, like, a, a scamp. You know, a trickster. But, like, he's... I don't know, still got a heart. Like, he still, like, has emotions mm. and stuff like that, which is kind of what this fic is trying to point. It's just like, well, he he's this, but, like, he's also this. Like, he might be covering over my trauma with jokes, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of deal. But yeah. he's like, I, no one took into consideration what I wanted. Like, I didn't want to haunt this house with anybody. I wanted out. I wanted freedom. I didn't want to be stuck in a genie lamp anymore, basically. Like, I wanted to meet new people and talk to people and make more friends other than you, like, you guys. And Lydia just starts crying because she, like, finally gets to, like, she hurt him. And she hurt herself in the process because now she has all these nightmares and she has all this guilt. She's like, being a 15-year-old who murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Yeah. Like, this girl needs therapy. <laughs> like, time. Um, you know, and it's just, like, a lot of unnecessary hurt that happened. And then, you know, past her vision, she watches as Beetlejuice, like, gets on one knee, and he just carefully places, like, her hand in his, and she goes, you were alive, and you were breathing, and your heart was beating, and you died, you died because of me, I killed you, Beetlejuice, I'm so, so sorry, and now Beetlejuice is crying, and she just goes, I'm I'm gonna hug you now, (laughs) and now it's just Lydia and Beetlejuice crying, like, sobbing, also, everyone in the family is just watching them, (laughs) like, it's just, it's just, like, a, Everyone's watching them just being like, nah. <laughs> like they're just sobbing. And um, Beetlejuice is like, I'm sorry too. I'm sorry for tricking you. I'm sorry for terrorizing your family. Like, I'm sorry for lying and I'm sorry for hurting you. And she just goes, like, It's okay. Like, I forgive you. And Beetlejuice is like, What a pair. What a pair, aren't we? You you and me, huh? You know that? Isn't that um, Paul Rudd in uh, Hot Ones? Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Here we are. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, that's kind of it for that. They, they get along and they, they have... The, the problem of their friendship has been solved. But now there's still the problem of his curse. And to break this curse, or at least to learn about what's going on with the curse, there's only one person that he can talk to. And it's his mother. 
And so Beetlejuice draws the door to the netherworld and he steps inside and there's a bunch of recently dead crowding the room, but they like pay him no mind. He like passes through and it took his mom a very long time to regenerate after being eaten whole by a sandworm. Nice. Um, so, you know, she's not in the best of moods. Okay. Uh, I don't, mm. <laughs> you, you know, like, yeah. you already had like a pretty bad relationship with his mom and now you fed her to her death. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not awesome. So he hadn't seen her since being eaten by a sandworm. So she's also not super thrilled to see him. She's sitting at her desk. She's scribbling in this fucking big, important looking book. She's got her ashtray filled with cigarettes and a glass of whiskey. She just, whatever. She is there. She is doing the most, basically. Mm-hmm. And he slams down the card on her desk and he, she just goes, I want a new card. And she just goes, what's wrong with this one? And he goes, it doesn't work. No, it should work as it should. Things change. You, of all people, should know that. Uh, But rules aren't supposed to change. You can't change my curse without letting me. It's not fair. Since when was life or death fair? You were the one who wanted to bend the rules in the first place to become alive, and look where that got you. Beetlejuice did not come for this. He came looking for a new fucking card. And he just goes, when you first cursed me, you gave me a card and rules. To be seen, someone had to say my name three times. Now I'm stuck in a house with no new rules and no new card. I want to be able to walk into town with Lydia. I want to be able to step into the backyard. Can't you even give me my own name? And she goes, you've grown too soft. Actually, you've always been soft. Always desperate for someone to love you. And he goes, they do love me. Just give me this new card and I, and his words are cut off as his mother grabs onto his tie and yanks him down. I don't owe you anything. You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve to be free. Even if I give you anything, it'll be out of the kindness of my own heart, not because you deserve it. It's mom of the year. Um, <laughs> so. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember anything about this lady because I didn't see a single thing of her on, like, the clips I've seen about the about the play. But, like, yo. <laughs> like, if this is how she's being portrayed in the, in the, in the fic. fic. <laughs> Jesus. So, now, Beetlejuice is a demon. And he doesn't really, he doesn't need to breathe. But he's fighting for air. Um, all while his mother, like, pulls him closer and closer. And she opens her mouth probably to berate him more until Beetlejuice hears his name ringing down the hall. And it's Lydia. His mother lets go of his tie and Beale just fucking scrambles out of the office and he runs through the waiting room, past the front desk, past the recently deceased, and the whole another world feels just like it's fucking choking him and he runs towards Lydia's voice until he sees her and she's standing in the doorway with her arm outstretched and Beale just grabs Lydia's hand and it's just the momentum leaves them crashing onto the floor and the door closes between them and it's a fucking bust. He didn't get a new fucking card. His mom yelled at him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not awesome things. Lydia, she sees the card. She picks it up. And she's just like, hey, like, I think you should read this. And it says, return the souls you owe to me. And I'll return your name. So Lydia and her dad were never supposed to leave the netherworld. And good old mom is still holding a grudge about it. <laughs> After all these months, holding a grudge about it. And that card means a lot to Beetlejuice, but he can't trade Lydia and Charles for it. They're family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone's like, okay, so we've outsmarted her before. We just have to do it again. So here's the plan. Here's this Ocean's Eleven plan that they got going mm-hmm. on. 
Beetlejuice is going back in with Charles and Lydia and he's going to give them up. So pretending to give them up. And as he hands, you know, as she hands Beetlejuice the card back, they're going to grab it and they're going to run for it. So it's a very shoddy. <laughs> they're just like, okay, the plan is we go in, we run out. That's it. <laughs> like that's the plan. Nice. Um, he, they're also going to have Adam and Barbara go in there as like icing, like an, a more incentive, but like also backup kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And then Delia is going to be the distraction. <laughs> Little Miss Sweet Old Delia is going to be the distraction. Fuck yeah. And they, Lydia says, no one gets left behind in the netherworld. No matter what happens down there, we leave with everyone, especially Adam, Barbara, and Beetlejuice. We go in, trick Juno, get the card, and get out. Got it? Good. <laughs> it takes Beetlejuice a moment to respond, and he looks around and all these people willing to help him, you know, people who have loved him and cared about him and his family, and he laughs before he looks up at Lydia and he's like, Got it. All is going well. They've distracted the front desk. They get into the office with the loosely tied Charles, Lydia, Barbara, Adam, and they fucking lie their asses off. And then finally, finally, his mother starts to hand him the card back. But his mother is smarter than that. She lets the card go before it reaches Beetlejuice's hand. And out of instinct, Lydia Lydia sticks her hand out before it hits the ground. And from then on, it's just a fucking brawl for this card. Beetlejuice's mom tries to grab for Lydia. And Charles is there, like, trying to save his daughter and, like, pull her away. And then Adam and Lydia are trying to, like, keep all this fucking monsters, like, out of the doorway and keep the door open so that they can get escape later. Beetlejuice is grabbing for the card. And then finally, the, his mom gets a hold of the card. And so does Lydia in an instant... The card is torn in half. Hmm. And Beetlejuice is to fucking desperately try to put these fucking two pieces back together. But they do not have time for this. And they need to go now. And Be- Barbara's like, we can fix this. Like, it'll be... F- we just have to go. And gets Beetlejuice off the floor. And they're, they're picking up people all the way. They got Charles. They got Delia. They got Lydia. But then Beetlejuice looks around and he finds Adam just as the mother grabs the letter opener off the desk and jumps for Adam. And before she can get to Adam, Beetlejuice slams into her and pins her up against the wall. And she goes, you snake, what are you? And goes, my name's Beetlejuice. And I don't ever want to see you or have you come near me or my family ever again. And with that, he like, out of the room. Like, <laughs> he, just, he gets ready to just flip out of the room, Fuck basically. Yeah. And um, for those of you <laughs> listening, <laughs> she just put up her middle finger. <laughs> and then he just you know they get home and oh god home has never felt so good and beetlejuice pulls out the two the torn pieces of his pocket and lydia's just like oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry and it's like it's a scene of like it's lydia hugging him and then it's charles and it's delia and then it's adam and this little beetlejuice <laughs> in the center of this like hurricane and then uh, Lydia goes like, well, we can tape it. <laughs> like, if you want, like, we can tape it. Not a great scene. They failed their mission. Beetlejuice is going to be stuck in this house forever. And this is settling in when Adam just asks, what is your name? And Beetlejuice goes, really? I finally calmed down and you two are going to make me feel bad about not being able to. S-. And But he did. He did say his name. When the car was torn in half, the card Lydia ripped in half, it broke Beetlejuice's curse. Mm. Beetlejuice let the card drop and he grabs onto Lydia's hand with both of them and then he just fucking shakes her up and down and he goes, hi, my name, I'll be your guy. My name is Beetlejuice. Hey, you hot stuff. The name is Beetlejuice. Hello to you, Beetlejuice. My name is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And he's so, nothing hurts. There's no pain. There's no fucking shortness in this breath. He's, he's still dead. Feel, fully can still feel that he is still dead, but nothing hurt and nothing was stopping him from saying his name. And then Lydia shouts his name as she opens the front door of the house and without a second dot, 
Beetlejuice fucking runs out into the backyard. There's a collage of photos on the Dietz Maitland fridge. Photos of lazy days and school achievements and wedding day cheers. Photos of old loved ones and new. And below all of that is a card held together by a black and white striped magnet. And on the card, written with delicacy and care, reads three words. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And that is Hey, Somebody's on the Roof by Peggy Wrights. Very good. I like that so much. (laughs) Like, it is, the dialogue is so well written. Like, the characterizations are, literally, I'm just like, that's the second movie. (laughs) Like, that that is the second movie. Like, yeah, like a Tim Burton. Whoever directed that movie, I think it was Tim Burton. I also think it was. I'm <laughs> I think it's Tim sure Burton. it was Tim Burton. But it's just, it's so sweet, and it's a happy ever after for what? Oh, I loved it. Uh, it is incredible. Beautiful. Thank you for giving me, like, a human Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it was so sweet. I liked it a whole lot. Go give it more kudos. It deserves more kudos than what it has. It has, like, less than a thousand kudos. <laughs> Let's get it up to a thousand fucking kudos. That would be great. <laughs> we have enough listeners that we could easily get this oh, up probably. to over a thousand. If every single one of you <laughs> went to this fic and <laughs> gave it a kudos. But, yeah, to start of our... Halloween, whatever. Spooky month. month. I know it wasn't really spooky, but like, I just, you know, it's a Halloween classic movie. Yeah. And it's a Beetlejuice 2 electric boogaloo kind of situation. Like, uh, what it, 2 Beetle 2 Juice. Like, wow. A Fast and Furious kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I thought I thought that was fun. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you didn't write it, but listen, <laughs> I told the story today. <laughs> no, I didn't write it. Peggy writes. Um, great job. I I enjoyed job. it. It was a fa- it was a fantastic job, Peggy. Thank you so so much for giving us the uh, Halloween vibes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for we're starting our spooky season. Spooky month, <laughs> spooky month with this. It'll be Maya's turn next. Wow. <laughs> I have a vague idea of what she's gonna do, but yeah, trust me, I also have a vague idea <laughs> of what I'm gonna do. I haven't figured it out yet. Very nice. So uh-huh. yeah, we have that plan, and then stay tuned for our special spooky. bonus episode for this month. We're very excited for that one. Wow. And yeah, so follow us on TikTok and twitter and tumblr mm-hmm. we do something different on each of them so please follow them all i've been trying to do more tiktoks <laughs> i'm very proud of them she's, she's the pulling that hard I'm right now trying. it takes me like an hour to post anything <laughs> come on man i'm trying my best i'll take a video of something and i'm like i don't like it <laughs> i have to do it again Damn. um but yeah follow us on tiktok tumblr and twitter uh if you have a fanfiction recommendation for us email us at canonically incorrect pod at gmail com if you liked the episode today and if you like us if you just want to th- think that we deserve a little you know, mic stance or something, or something um we have a ko-fi for a donation at ko-fi.com slash canonically incorrect um right where you subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, that would help immensely mm-hmm, follow mm-hmm. us on spotify donate to ao3 and tag your fix accordingly bye, bye. bye.